Good morning. You are listening to KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. My name is Mike Hagan. It is just about 9 a.m., and uh, you're listening to it on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM, Mid-Missouri Source for in-depth news, diverse talk, music of the world. It's more than radio. It is your community radio coming to you live and on the web at kopn.org. And uh, I am live in the studio this morning with... My good friend Ruth Acuff. What? Let's see. I got a. All right, Ruth. Hold on a second. Mike's there. Try that. Say hello. Hello. There we go. And um, Ruth is in the studio with me today. She is a young woman of uh, great accomplishment here in the uh, uh, Columbia and Mid Missouri music scene, and has been uh, doing some great stuff for many many years. Is uh, Is Jeff coming down too? Yeah. He's going to walk in any second. All right, cool. Uh, shortly, we will be joined by her longtime partner, Jeff Muller. Uh, Mueller. Uh, Mueller. Yeah. I'm sorry. I always say Muller. Um, I should know that by now. At any rate, uh, Jeff Mueller will be joining us here shortly, and uh, we'll talk about music and uh, lots of other things, too. Okay? Sounds good. All right. I think before uh, we do that, why don't we... Uh, let me take care of a piece of business here, and then we'll play a song from something that you brought me. Maybe you can give me a suggestion on something we'll, we'll play just to introduce everybody, and then we can start talking after that. Okay. What do you think you want to play? Well, how about an old one? Logic and Chemistry from uh, the band Rutherford. From this record? <laughs> Actually, no. It's from... Uh, oh, no. I, this is Mapping Out Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Was that before this one? or? Yeah. Uh, logic and chemistry is after. After. Mapping. Well, I was going to play something from this oh. at some point, too. So, yeah, we're, I'm still going to do that, but okay. we're just not going to do it now. All right, so uh, we'll hear a song from uh, old school Rutherford, maybe 2005, 2006. When was that? Yeah, I think it was 2006. Yeah, it was right around there. I Gosh, know it I had don't to be. Even know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll do that in a minute. First of all, let me say this that uh, it is Memorial Day weekend, and uh, the station will be closed on Monday, but. Uh, uh, this is uh, something that's worth reading here. Uh, Veterans for Peace Memorial Day Gathering is Monday, May 28th. Everybody is invited to attend a free public Memorial Day Gathering sponsored by the Charlie Atkins Chapter of Veterans for Peace this coming Monday, uh, May the 28th, at the Gordon Shelter of Stevens Lake Park. The event starts at 12.30 p.m. with a potluck meal followed by music, speakers, awards, and more. Vets for Peace holds this event to bring the community together and to be in touch with the true spirit of Memorial Day, a time for a solemn remembrance of the loss of life that war brings. For more information, see Facebook or contact the Peace Nook at 573-875-0539. That'll be a great event, and if you got time, get down there to see that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right, we are going to hear this song here from... Uh, well... Before we play it, I guess, a little bit about Rutherford. People probably are not familiar with that band, at least a lot of people that are familiar with you these days. Yeah. Um, so tell people about that project. Well, Rutherford was the first rock band that I was in, I guess I would say. <laughs> and that was early half of the 2000s. And I thought we could just play a track from that. Uh, to start it out kind of in chronological order this morning? Well, I want to say that the first band that I remember even was called Lux. Oh. <laughs> and yes. I think that was prior to, to uh, You're right, Rutherford. it was. I mean, I don't uh, think yeah, you were 17, 18 years old yeah, when you were just a young woman. I was. However, we had to change our name from Lux. Was there another band that already had that or something? Yes, there was. They were like bodybuilders. Yeah. And, well, they're quite different than 
than what we were doing, and we thought, well, let's just not make it an issue and change our <laughs> <Body> name. Bodybuilders. <laughs> All right, so Lux was the uh, the earlier incarnation of Rutherford? Yes. Okay. All right, uh, well, that's uh, that's how it starts out. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, bud? Good, how you doing, Mike? Let's see, which, which mic? I be on? How about that one right there? Yeah, you can move it around, make it comfortable. That green one is, yeah, that's the one right there. Come here, baby. There we go. Hello. Hello. All right. So great. We got the whole gang here. We have uh, Ruth Acuff, Jeff Mueller, um, and uh, we are going to play a song here, Jeff, called Logic and Chemistry from one of your earlier projects called Rutherford, and then we'll get back and, uh, and chat a little bit. Okay, everybody? Sure. All right. You're listening to KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. My guests are Ruth and Jeff, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> Thank you. 
KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. That's a song called Death. I'm sorry, that's called Logic and Chemistry from a record, uh, Rutherford's record. What, what was the name of the album? That was the name of the album, too, right? Yeah. All right, let me make sure you got your mics on. There we go. I think that's better. Jeff? Yes, yes, yeah. All right, yes, and Ruth? Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. All right, now that we got the technical thing to, out, of, out of the way here. Okay, Logic and Chemistry. Uh, from the album of the same name, we, we decided that was maybe 13 years ago or something like that. 2005, 2006? Uh, no, the other one you've got is, um, that one, Logic and Chemistry, is maybe 2009. Oh, yeah, this one's 05. Yep. Yeah. So Rutherford was still recording music in 2009. Yep. Yeah, clearly, yeah. All right, and uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, something else here, okay? Um, so everybody is aware, this is Ruth, Acuff, and Jeff Mueller. They are a, a, a couple. They've been together for um, and uh, been married now. How many years have you guys been? Ten. Ten years. I remember yeah. the wedding. And uh, all right, so they've been they've been married for ten years, been together for much longer than that, and they've been making music together. I don't know since uh, since when. Why don't you tell both of you a little bit about your own personal background, just a little bit, and then I want to talk a, quite a bit about what you guys have been doing and how you got together and and started making music together. Okay. Okay. All well, right. I was born here in Columbia, Missouri. Right. right. And grew up, I uh, was a homeschool girl, mm -hmm. and started playing guitar when I was 15, and started writing songs pretty much right around that same time. Before I played guitar, I loved to sing and write poetry, mm -hmm. so I think playing an instrument was kind of like a something I could do to further my singing and writing, mm -hmm. and started playing out when I was 17. What about musical background in your family? I know Roy Acuff uh, has to be related. I always yes. uh, misspeak probably about the, the the relationship, but he clearly is an icon and a, and a, and a historical figure here in, in Missouri music. Yes, he is a distant cousin of mine. Okay. Um, and I never had the opportunity to meet him, unfortunately, but my father and my grandfather both were able to have interactions with him and were, were, were your is there music in, in your mom and dad as well uh a little bit they're both singers uh, -huh. uh and they both have a good sense of rhythm but they're not performers of any kind okay all right all right jeff what about you a little bit of background before you met ruth like when i was born okay <laughs> when i was born i was born in mexico missouri so from pretty close around here right I grew up going to school there and um, met a lot of people that I still know and see around um, fairly frequently. Crazy how there's places like that. It is. <laughs> it is. In fact, you heard two of them on that last song, Brian Kent. And, well, no, you heard one of them, just Brian Kent. Sorry, Pat. Pat lives in St. Louis. <laughs> um, so I came here from college and uh, went through that until 95. You went to Mizzou? 94, yeah. Mm-hmm and hung out a couple of years. I played in a band called Ma Jones back at that time and uh, went with them out to Oregon. Came back here, worked at a Floating World studio for a while mm -hmm. and um, got connected with Pat that was on that album and at the same time started to do a lot of singer-songwriter stuff. Um, and started running into Ruth out and about town <laughs> and open mics and stuff. Yeah, where did you guys meet actually, do you remember? I remember. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Give it up, Bruce. Well, I started seeing him showing up 
when I was performing, uh-huh. playing playing acoustic guitar and singing, and he would just come out to my shows and. Uh, one day he asked if he could play bass with me. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Is that how you remember it, Jeff? Yeah, I think so. Pretty much. We we maybe said hello before that, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Interesting. All right, and that was. Do uh, you remember about the time? Two thousand. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Because I th- I think I was still in high school. Pretty young. Well, it's uh, I don't know. I've uh, like I said, ever since I've known you, it's going on 15 years now, and 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 you uh, you guys have been together the whole time. So it's uh, uh, a pretty remarkable story, I think. So all right, so once you guys get together, uh, that's when Lux uh, turns or eventually turns into Rutherford, mm-hmm. and you began performing and recording around town. And uh, how I mean, who else was in the band? It looks like we had. Jason was playing the drums for a while. Mm-hmm. Right? We had Jason Cook on the drums, Patrick O'Driscoll on guitar, mm-hmm. and we also had Eddie Watson on the trumpet for a while. He was really good. Yeah. Yeah, there are there are, there are some songs. In fact, the one that I'm going to play on the way out when we finish the program is just not one, still a great song. Yes. You know? All right. Uh, also produced by the two of, or by, by the band and Will Reeves and uh, Will is a, a name that comes up pretty often I've, I've been doing this this show now for a month or so and I was just kind of impromptu decided to start having some friends and musicians on the air with me and uh, I think it's something I'm gonna keep doing I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it but um, at any rate Will uh, Will's name has come up often uh, yeah. he's produced a lot of the stuff uh, over the years and, and right now uh, still just making some great music that's coming out of the Centro, uh, Centro Cellar Studios. Yeah. Why don't you, Jeff, you could probably talk to this a little bit because Jeff actually knows a lot about engineering and recording and produ- production and all that stuff. Uh, talk about your own skills with that and, and a little bit about Will maybe. <laughs> <laughs> could you uh, specify the uh, that nebulous question into something a little more specific? How do you know Will? Well, um, interesting. I think... We might have met, gosh, I'm trying to remember where we first met. When we recorded that album, um, I'd known him mainly from Bachman's UFO mm. interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really know him that well. I just had heard some of the stuff he had done and was interested in us, you know, going over there and recording some stuff. At that point in time, his place was over on El Centro, mm-hmm. which is, you know, out to the um, east side of town. And, um, yeah, we did that whole album there, spent a few months working with him, and uh, had an opportunity to play. Actually, I played with Bachman a couple of times when uh, he was out for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're both sort of, bass players. Yeah, it's <laughs> sort of a, a jam thing. And then I actually did most of the mixing on that, and um, he would kind of fostered me being able to come in and use his place. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point in time, I think he was over on Worley Street, moved sometime during that that point. And uh, well, we've just kind of seen each other in the community ever since. All right. And and you you have a little studio at your place, if I remember right? Because you, don't you do some... Uh, you're interested in the production engineering stuff, aren't you? Yeah. When I came back here from Oregon, I um, was an intern. Actually, I guess that's another place I've totally space it because it was kind of brief but that might have been the first time I met him actually it was I was I came back to intern at a studio called Floating World that Mike Robertson who's still around here mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Phil James who's now on the East Coast they had opened 
um, it used to be over in the Wilkes building and I spent like all my time there from 99 to 2001 some t somewhere in there uh, Will wanted to get more experience recording so he came in and um, learned some stuff mm -hmm. and um, you know it was pretty independent at that time so we'd see each other in passing more than anything right. I did most of the walk-in projects and he was kind of getting a handle on things and uh, doing his own projects um, so you know I grew uh, most of my interest in that field actually earlier on because my brother that's 10 years older than me has had he still has it I think an old 8-track uh, <laughs> not not the cassette that you think of but a real to real <laughs> recorder quarter, right? and um, so I learned on that in high school he had that a big mixing board and a couple of outboard effects I started doing my own songs and um, so you know I'd I'd been away, I came back, I discovered here's this place and these guys that ran it were like, sure, come on, we'll help you and we'll show you whatever and pretty soon I was doing pretty much all the recording that came through. <laughs> so I got a lot of, my first few uh, projects that I learned on were, were um, well one of them was pretty interesting, was uh, restoring audio for a bunch of historical recordings of <laughs> someone that was alive during the, the Wild West years and had, you know, told all these different tales. Well, cool. We don't know exactly how true they are, but the <laughs> Salt Lake City uh, Library wanted them restored and so that they could make them available. Huh. So I spent hours with who we called the cowboy trying to get his voice out of these uh, disintegrating audio tapes. Cool. And just kind of, you know, it helps to have a project to kind of get a handle on where all the tools are yeah, when yeah. you're learning a, an extensive program. and. Yeah how to deal with all the tools and then I recorded people along the side like Dustin Hammond and Eli Gay mm -hmm. used to be around here and mm -hmm. uh, um, a few others Mike Oppenyapel used to be around during those times all right so you uh, uh, the the project that you are involved with right now or one of the many I guess is called oversight committee yeah do you do uh, recording mixing for for that group or yeah kind of I do um, we haven't it's a it's a big group and we're all you know we're we've all got things going on so we we haven't been pushing to do more of a traditional studio recording and um, I think you know at first what you'll hear in a little bit I had sort of trying to t take that route um, but it just turned out to be you know <laughs> so much work trying to get just the time with the people not let alone my own time so um, there's like two songs that are that are at the state that of the one you've got here. Okay. Um, but just recently we started setting up to try to record the whole band and just cap capture uh, a live recording that you know does what we want it to do and doesn't rely very much on production. Okay. Um, you know, uh, overdubbing or right, anything, right, anything right. like that. Well, it's a, it is a big band, you say. So for those unfamiliar, uh, what's the makeup of the band? Well, um, Brian Kent, who played drums on that song "Logic and Chemistry" that we heard earlier, he's, right. he's playing with us, and Patrick O'Driscoll, who played guitar, and he's in St. Louis now. He's in St. Louis. Right. He comes in about once a month, gets a rehearsal or two in, and plays. Um, Jason Caton, Brian, and Jason both play locally in "Don't Mind Dying," so mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm. you can hear and see them there. Right. Both great uh, musicians. Myself, we make up the you know the rock band portion, and then we've got uh, Travis Huff playing trombone. 
Uh, he used to play in um, Spankin' Rufus, and uh, currently you'll see a pop-up band from time to time called Mobile Funk Unit that he leads. Uh, Bob Haig and uh, John Schaefer both play in both of these bands, so mm -hmm. they play an oversight committee, and they'll march with Mobile Funk Unit, too. <laughs> and then um, Alaska Ray is playing baritone saxophone. Cool. Yeah. I wonder if her and Kelly know each other from uh, from the Hootin' Hollers gang. Uh, maybe. It's got to be sure. kind of a small group that plays that instrument. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it would be. Yeah. She doesn't have the, you know, the one that goes to the floor like Kelly does, but, right. you know. All right, well, cool. Uh, uh, we, I really didn't know when we would talk about Oversight Committee, but now is as good a time as any. So, sure. uh, uh, projects that are ongoing shows that you guys do, uh, you're not out and about that much, but uh, uh, you got anything planned or coming up? Well, um, our next thing coming up is uh, Byron Fest, which will happen over at Rose Music Hall, kind of uh, backlined by Byron Neighbors that does uh, it has an amplifier company. Mm -hmm. um, and that's on July 15th, and I believe we play at 6.30, right around there. And we'll play outside on the big stage, which is great for us. On the park at Rose? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great venue. Yeah. The um, oh, I should uh, mention this. Uh, there was a uh, a benefit concert last night that, that KOPN actually sponsored down at Logboat, and the Daves played. Uh, and Tony uh, uh, Tony I almost said Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Tony of saxophone fame. His, his last name is escaping me. Yeah, that's right. Um, the three of them were playing last night at Logboat, and uh, there were a whole bunch of people that showed up. And thanks to those guys for playing, and to all the people that uh, that came down there and supported KOPN. There was some donations that were made, and we really appreciate it. It was a great event, and uh, John Lofton uh, here at the station, who put that thing together, along with some of the other staff members here, um, it was great work uh, from everybody, and it turned out to be a really good time. They're going to start doing that about uh, once a month, I think, and maybe we can arm wrestle you guys into doing something along the way, but... Uh, um, also, thank you to Pizza Tree for uh, providing some yummy treats for, for the band and for the staff. So, all right, uh, back to business here. So, Ruth and Jeff, Rutherford, um, uh, how did you guys decide that you wanted to start doing something other than Rutherford? Because obviously you both moved into different projects. You don't do a whole lot together anymore, or maybe you do, but... Well, uh, let's see. How did we decide to move on from Rutherford? That right, was your first, first question. Yeah. Well, we had some members that were moving out of town, and so that was pretty much why. Okay. And then uh, I also had been working as a full-time nanny. <laughs> for who? And which was, <laughs> well, oh, surprisingly, wasn't for you. <laughs> I think I was watching your kids at some point after that, but I was working full-time, you know, like five days a week. All right. Seven to five or whatever type mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. and just tired from doing that so wasn't playing out as much right. uh, and feeling maybe a little bit burnt out and then found a little harp at a pawn shop and that was that and you began playing the harp uh, yeah back then so you've been playing the harp a little longer than i thought i guess well it's been eight years mm -hmm. i started in 2010 october of 2010 
So a bunch of light bulbs just went off on listeners' heads uh, when you, you mentioned the harp. I'm sure they thought, Ruth, from what? And anyway, uh, yeah, Ruth, uh, you may have seen her out and about. Uh, she has a couple of different projects that are active right now, uh, playing the harp as a solo artist. Uh, and she's also the, uh, the lead singer for a band called the Royal Furs, uh, which make their home here in Colombia. So we'll talk a little bit about them uh, in a few minutes, but let's let's play a song or two, okay? Um, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more. Sure. What do you want? Wh- wh- what should we play? How about Oversight Committee? Since we were just talking about Oversight sure. Committee, sure. Why, why don't we do two? We'll do one from Oversight Committee, and then we'll do one from uh, of, of of your selection, right? Okay. What do you think? Why don't you just pick? Why, why don't you do the Royal Furs? Yeah. Uh, Death of a Sweetheart. Okay. All right, this one first here is the Wiglet Mix. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, that's not the official name. It's <laughs> a working, working name. So that's one that we had um, we've started a couple years ago and sort of pieced together with some overdubs and such, um, like I was describing a little bit earlier. And I, I don't know. It's just these songs come to me. At this point in time, Eli Gay was playing baritone sax, uh-huh. and I thought, okay, I need a, I want a song that uh, features... Um, the baritone because it was you know it was such a support instrument for all these other horn parts so this was sort of a vehicle for that although you'll hear that just about everybody but the alto sax gets featured um, as far as the horns go okay uh, the rest of us kind of sit in the background a little bit and written by you yeah okay this is a song written by Jeff Mueller it's called uh, well we know what it's called it's the Wiglet Mix Wiglet yeah <laughs> see how it goes alright we're going to hear that and then we will hear a song called Death of a Sweetheart from the Royal Furs you're listening to it here on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM my name is Mike and we'll be back in a few minutes Thank you. 
KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Great stuff there. I kind of had them switched, not kind of, but I absolutely had them switched uh, <laughs> upside down and backwards. We heard Death of a Sweetheart from the Royal Furs, and then we heard the Wiglet mix there from, uh, from Jeff's band called Oversight Committee. Either way, great stuff uh, from, from both of you guys. We talked a little bit about Oversight um, Ruth, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Royal Furs, and then we'll talk some more about your harp. Well, actually, let's let's continue about with the harp playing because we kind of closed out with that. Let's uh, for people who are uh, familiar with that and who have seen you and and enjoy that music, uh, a little bit more about how you got into it and why you enjoy it and what you might be doing later this summer. How about that? Yeah. Well, uh, well, first of all, my next harp performance will be. June 3rd at Art in the Park. June 3rd, Art in the Park. Uh-huh. Put that down in your calendars, people. Okay. And I think That's just coming up. Yeah, it is. It's not this weekend, but the weekend after that. Okay, great. And, uh, well, I started playing harp because something about it, it just had this magical quality mm. where I touched it and I saw it and I just felt like I'm supposed to be doing this (laughs) cool and since then I've been studying pretty diligently I have uh, have a notebook at home where I have the minutes that my fingers were on the string for each scale and each song that I've been working on I learned to read sheet music Mm -hmm. and really have improved my musicianship skills quite a bit in Uh the past eight years as far as the technical side of music and I have a teacher mm-hmm. here in Colombia who is actually from the Slavic Republic uh-huh. and she is an amazing insanely amazing harpist who is <laughs> just I'm honored to have someone like her take me on as their student and uh-huh. teach me I feel like and she's here in Colombia yeah wow she's really given me the tools that I needed technically to mm-hmm. be able to write the songs that I wanted Wanna to write. write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be able to. I mean, if you want to perform them, you have to be able to have the skill to do it the way you want to hear it. Yes. Right? Huh. All right. Well, great. So, how long have you been working with her? Since I started. Since eight, then. Eight years. Yeah. And you see that uh, continuing until uh, when uh, does the student I mean, become the master? That's a that's a very good question. You know, in my mind, I I think, oh, it'll be forever. I'll always be her student. Uh-huh. What about a collaboration? Have you ever done anything like with her? Uh, well, we do play in a harp trio together. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we perform at the Columbia Public Library and around town. It's instrumental harp music. Um, but we do a variety. We're playing a piece from the, the musical The Fantastics right now, and we do classical. And But it's three pedal harps, uh-huh. instrumental. So I do play with her in that sense. All right. Okay, and... Uh I have a uh, the the album that you recorded called This is a this, this is the Dream. Yes. Is this the only recorded album that you've done so far on the harp or have you done other I know you have some new stuff perhaps? Yes. Well, I have one full length, This is the Dream, mm-hmm. and that's available um, also on, you know, streaming services, Spotify and iTunes and all that. Okay. As well as an EP called To the Moon. Mhm. And I'm working on another one right now. Uh, a new harp full length harp album all right so i've got things in the works okay well maybe we should jump right back and play a song from your harp uh material yeah and then we can come back and talk a little bit more about the royal furs that sounds great okay what's uh what do i have here that we can play uh 
that I can play next? Well, let's play So Hot. And So Hot. I'll let you know a little bit about this song. I play the harp, and Jeff plays the upright bass. Cool. And we also have some percussion from Drew Lance, who's out of St. Louis. And I also play the theremin on this song. What is the theremin? The theremin. It is an electronic instrument (laughs) uh, using antennas. And so it doesn't have any strings. Uh, Pretty much it has an antenna that points straight up. And the closer my hand is to that, the higher the pitch. Huh, interesting. And it also has an antenna that points out to the side. And the closer my hand is to that the lower the volume. So one controls volume, one controls pitch. Mm-hmm. And I played that with the Royal Furs. Yes, I've seen you on stage with some device. I didn't know yes. that's what it was called. So this is kind of a crossover in a way of the Royal Furs influencing some Ruth Acuff harp music stuff. Well, I had to cross over somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here it is. This is Ruth uh, from upcoming music. It hasn't even been released yet, I guess, right? No, this will be the first time played. Oh, all right, we got a we got a scoop here. Uh, so listen to it right now. This is called "So Hot." It's by Ruth Acuff, and it's new music that you're hearing here first on KOPN Columbia eighty nine point five FM. Back in just a minute with uh, with Ruth and Jeff. Feeling 
All right, there's Ruth Acuff, uh, new material called So Hot. And you're listening to it here on KOPN Columbia. This program is brought to you by listener support and a donation from the Columbia Missourian. The Missourian's mobile-friendly website gives you full digital access from any mobile media device. Whether you're on the phone or in your home, the Missourian website is now optimized for all your devices. You can check on the news that matters to you. The Missourian delivering breaking news and entertainment info direct to your smartphone or your smart home. More info at ColumbiaMissourian.com. And you should probably be able to go there and find information about... Ruth playing at uh, Art in the Park in a couple weeks if they're on top of their game over there. Yeah. All right. That was great stuff, and I appreciate you sharing it with us here, Ruth. And we have Ruth and Jeff in the studio here. Um, Jeff, you play the upright, you play a lot of different instruments, but you play the bass on that particular track? Yeah. I also know that you are a luthier, uh, a person who can actually build instruments. Uh, aspiring to be, yes. Well, I, am, I, I, I watch... Uh, um, or what's the word? I lurk on your uh, on your on your Instagram posts, and I wait for the next one of of uh, watching wood peel up and curl as you <laughs> carve it from the back of a of a, of a would be instrument. So right. uh, please tell people about that. I'm fascinated by by building of guitars, and you actually make basses. Is that correct? I, I well yes yes. Let's speak to the future. I am uh, going towards. Okay. Yeah. I well. Ruth got the harp, right? So I've been playing electric bass, and I played along with the harp, and I just kept feeling like I couldn't get out of the way enough. So, um, you know, I, it's not, it wasn't the, the Jeff show. It was the Ruth show. I was trying to be supportive of it. Right, right. So, and you do a great job at that, I, w I would say. Well, thank you. So I got, I borrowed a bass from... A friend, an upright bass, an upright bass, an old K, and I brought it home, mm -hmm. and we tried playing together, and realized that yes, that was a combination that worked. It, mm. it the notes don't sustain forever, and uh, I can, you know, and it's a little bit harder to play, so I'm slowed down to some degree for from moving too articulately, and um, and the notes disappear shortly after I play them. So then I went on a journey to find a bass. Then I found a bass. Then I just started. The re the one I bought, I'd gotten from someone that made basses. And I, walking around a shop, I just got really curious about doing it myself. And um, so I built this desire to want to make an instrument. And I was down, we were at Cooper's Landing um, after playing one day and talking to somebody there and I heard them say that Lee Dale Nye was down just over the weekend playing one of his amazing fiddles mm -hmm. that he made mm -hmm. and I thought, Lee Nye, I remember him because I'd known him, I'd met him when we when I'd worked at Floating World Studios I had the honor to record him actually okay. it was one of the most smoothest ex experiences recording somebody he just came in played such, awesome yeah such a pro right just yeah and then said see you later and then i would see him across the hall he, he was building mandolins at that point in time uh, with uh, mid-missouri mandolin company so and but he had been building violins all that time and still does today so i found him on facebook of course and i was like lee please teach me how to build a bass. And he's like, well, I haven't built a bass, but I can help you out with most of the skills. And 
point you to to some people that would know you know if you have some base specific questions mm-hmm. so we've been in cahoots now for four years probably um just staying in relatively constant contact and i you know during that process ruth and i were doing airbnb and uh i was just taking all my extra money from gigs and stuff and putting it into a, a sock if you will mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. buy uh things that i would need because i'm sure the tools are very unique and i'm sure you need uh, a lot of things in order to actually do this yeah there was a lot that i that i needed to get um to be able to do anything and i'm still you know as i move along there's still little things that i have to pick up here and there i'm sure yeah so the first year was just like putting that kind of stuff together and getting the uh materials in and then i've i haven't stopped doing anything else so i've probably been working on it for at least two years and uh you know it's been getting worked on fairly consistently for a month and then um i'll have gigs or we'll go away right, on right, it to right. a, a and jeff has also I'll, I'll pop in here and say he's been documenting some of it uh-huh. on a blog so there's photos and you can see his beautifully carved scroll and a lot of his work it's uh What's the website, oh, Jeff? MuellerSoundCreations.com. Mueller right. Sound. Or com. It's a WordPress, so .wordpress.com. Okay, so Mueller Sound Creations at, at WordPress.com. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm fascinated by it. When I see the photos, and uh, I mean, it, uh, it's just it's like beautiful work. It's like obviously a piece of artwork that's happening there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it important is, not to rush it. It has to be in the right mind state. To, I imagine to do it so that's also part of why it's it's kind of taken a while you know you get 10 or 20 minutes it's like you want to do something but that's not the right amount of time (laughs) (laughs) you need like a couple hours to spend 10 or 20 minutes getting to the right place to actually start working on it right 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 go ahead ruth you were gonna oh i was just gonna say it's living in a house with someone that is building an instrument like this it's like well i can see his dedication and i can see how every little thing mm. makes such a big difference well it's uh, the attention to detail i'm sure is really yes. what it comes down to with for something like that and i bet you it smells really good too <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i don't know that there's a specific odor to it at this point in time is but there uh, i try to smell good well you know you're a good looking man well <laughs> what uh uh what kind of wood? Is there a particular type of wood that, that that's preferred for, for, uh, for upright bass building? Well, uh, top on most instruments that you run into, I th- think the, the standard top and sounding uh, material is spruce. So you get into, uh-huh. it, it is for bass, violin, uh, lots of guitars, uh, even inside a piano. Everything's affixed to a spruce soundboard. Mm. And harp as well Ruth Tarp has a spruce soundboard really so that's the t- the top material and okay. the most recent stuff if you've been keeping up has um, been pictures of me shaping that top uh-huh. and then the neck is maple and that's pretty standard neck material um, and the sides of this are a poplar that is uh, is not terribly uncommon it's called cottonwood uh, colloquially mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. eastern cottonwood yeah um, so the sides and the back are made out of that, and then the blocks are made out of basswood, and the of course uh, the linings, 
Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not, that's not really a traditional one to use that it's kind of splitty typically, but this particular um, tree that I found um, was real nice. Yeah, real nice, real good integrated grain. Does a bass have a fretboard like a guitar where you would actually put a different type of wood on for the fretboard or yeah. is it the same as the neck? Uh, you'd call it a fingerboard mm -hmm. unless there were frets. I see. And yeah, then it's yeah. uh, ebony. Uh, okay. Huh. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll uh, I look forward to, to watching that thing progress. It's really cool Me to watch. Me too. Thanks. All right. Good luck. And I hope you end up with a be beautiful instrument. Me too. All right. We've got about five more minutes to talk about stuff. Why don't we talk a little bit more about the local scene and about what's going on this summer and future events and things like that, okay? Uh, we really haven't talked a whole lot about the Royal Furs either. We want to, let's get a few minutes in about the Royal Furs. Um, who are your bandmates there? Yeah. The Royal Furs are Josh Wright or Josh Wrong. He oh, was in, in Lunar Mansion. Right. And he plays in the Ridge Runners. And we also have... Uh, pardon me, and the Ridge Runners are playing tonight, I think. They are. The Ridge Runners are tonight at Cafe Berlin. All right, that's one you might want to check out. That's a great band, Tim Carey and his gang. Yes. Um, okay, so back uh, to the Royal Furs. Uh, well, also, we have a, a new member of the Royal Furs. Really? We had Diggy Splash playing drums for us for, well... Ever since the beginning. Yeah. Right. And he is kind of moving on to focus more on a business that he started. I see. And we have taking his place Noel Feldman who plays drums with the Ridge Runners yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. And Noel, we're so happy to have him. He's so passionate and he's great. We love him. We're we're happy to have him playing drums with us. And then we have Mike Marshall on the guitar, on the right. electric guitar. All right. Uh that's really cool. You got Noel playing. Although I miss Diggy, I love Diggy. He's done a great job for all these years. Yes, he has. And, but he has so many projects going on. I mean, Diggy's one of the most uh, active yes. guys out there, and he does a lot of really good things in the community too. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, congratulations to Diggy for moving along there and doing your new thing. And to Noel, when are you guys playing again? Ooh, oh, we are playing June first for the Vid West Festival. June 1st. Where is, it? is that here in Columbia? At Rose Music Hall. Okay. It's for the kickoff of the Vidwest Music Video Well, that's Festival. real soon, too. Yes. So that's next week, actually. Or a week yeah. from... It's the same weekend as I'll be playing harp, so if you want to catch two different sides of... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Durnley and I were talking a few weeks ago, and we mentioned... Uh, I, I think I said that I, that I was hoping to have you and Jeff here in the studio with me at some point, and we were talking about uh, the the... The differences between you as a harpist and you as the front woman for the Royal Furs, and we laughed about uh, an alter ego sort of situation there. And I mentioned that that uh, that your presence with the Royal Furs was the alt was the alter ego, and he said, "No, I think it's the other way around." <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, for those unfamiliar, uh, R Ruth has a a role as with, with a real live rock and roll band with the Royal Furs, and if you want to see some some fun rock and roll and some real good time dance music, uh, just real fun music, you can check out. The royal furs and the other side of her is a, a beautiful harp music that uh, uh, is just a uh, just lovely stuff that uh, she's been experimenting with now for quite some time too so i'll throw in there if you like your classic music like pink floyd i'm a backup singer in a pink floyd tribute band around here interstellar overdrive okay interstellar yeah, and they're, they they do their thing once in a while it's amazing the collaboration around town here it's one of the things that i've been talking about with some of the other people that come or, come in here how uh, there's so many different uh, artists doing many different styles and things, but you guys all are really mixing and matching a whole lot. We you... are. 
it's a great community of musicians that respect different genres and different ways of putting music out and it's just a good supportive community of musicians yeah i think that's one of the things that makes it such a cool scene because you never you almost never know who you're going to see who playing with who yeah it's true you know well all right you guys we are about out of time here it has been a pleasure chatting with you both thank you so much for coming down here and thanks uh, for having us yeah all right we've got ruth and jeff and uh, once again, how about uh, contact information? Of course, everybody knows now. Just go look on Facebook or Google or yeah. whatever. But uh, certainly the Royal Furs, uh, do you have a, a, a site that they can go to to check that out? Well, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. All right. That's the best way for the Royal Furs. And you can also find my harp stuff, uh, ruthacuff.com, R-U-T-H-A-C-U-F-F.com. All right. Also on Twitter, I know that. Jeff, what about you with the uh, Oversight Committee, et cetera? Facebook's your best bet. All right, there you go, everybody. That's how to find them if you're looking for them. We hope to hear more from Jeff and Ruth uh, down the road here. I'm sure we will, and it's a thrill to be involved in the scene with you guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks for having me. All right, take care of yourselves. All right, we are going to hear one more song here. This is uh, from Rutherford's first record. I should leave your mics on. This is the first record you guys did? Yeah. Yeah, very first one. And this song is called The Breeze. It's one of my favorites. Take care, everybody. It's KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Enjoy uh, Speaking of the Arts with Monica and Diana coming up in just a few minutes. We rush around to shops and stores We spend our nights behind closed doors With arms around our first-class horse And we all want something more Cut ourselves with words and lies Forget about these hopeless lives The scars are covered with silky sleeves We're just trying to find our peace We'll just listen to the breeze
she gathers up her hair.